Welcome to Chattachesis. I'm your host, Deacon Matt Hallback, PhD, and I'm also a deacon of the Diocese of Des Moines, Iowa. I'm your host of Chattachesis, a podcast series for clergy that helps them find creative and fresh ways to share the gospel message and promote missionary discipleship. This episode is brought to you by Christ in Us and Sadlier's bilingual program, Cristo and Nosotros, perfect for virtual and hybrid learning needs. Support your students at every step along their faith journey. Learn more at sadlyreligion.com forward slash CIU. Super happy today to have a guest, colleague, and friend on, Steve Botsford, Senior Director of Digital Catechesis here at Sadlier. Steve is also, among many things, he's just kind of a jack-of-all-trades, is also the co-creator, producer of Sadlier's upcoming live stream for catechists and catechetical leaders. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show, and before you say more about your, your awesome resume and who you are, tell us a little bit more about the upcoming live stream called Catechist Stream. Well, hi, Deacon Matt. So good to be with you today on Chattachesis. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Uh, Catechist Stream is something new that we have created to support catechists. It's a live stream, and it is in real time. And the end goal is to support catechists and uh, catechetical leaders in their mission to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Awesome, awesome. I heard you have a pretty awesome co-creator and producer of that show as well. But uh, at any rate... (laughs) That would be you. (laughs) anyway um steve love to have you on we're going to talk technology today before we get into that topic is there anything else you'd like to say about your role at sadly or any other projects you're working on uh well sure i as sadly i really promote um um i promote digital literacy and faith formation so i try to connect those two things which on their own can be mysterious and when we put them together, it's a brave new world. So that's really my role, which involves a lot of different types of projects, uh, you know, supporting um, uh, catechists and, and uh, leaders across the country through a variety of uh, workshops for dioceses and national conferences. I also work directly with our customers that are using the Sadly or Christ in Us program, which is a blended learning program to help them understand how to get the most out of the program. Awesome. Again, great to have you on the show. Today we're talking on Chattachesis about technology in catechesis today. See how easily I went from Chattachesis to catechesis? That's not easy, folks. But we're going to talk technology and catechesis today. Why don't we get into this topic by starting with a little bit of kind of the landscape as you see it, Steve. So we've all experienced, particularly here in the United States, technology, social media, and other sorts of technology. But maybe just sticking with social media and other forms of communication, not only are these technologies advancing in terms of sophistication, but the sphere of influence technology is having over our lives is at an all-time high. It's incredible how integrated technology is in almost everything we do. Uh, That being said, how do you see technology kind of growing further influence over the field of catechesis today? Yeah, such a great question. And, and, um, like you said, technology has become such an important an important part of our lives, from our banking to shopping and transportation. We can find answers very quickly, you know, any types of information. So how how can we integrate this, or even should we be integrating technology with catechesis? And I, I of course, would say yes. Um, 
and and you also mentioned social media, a variety of platforms. It's expanding so quickly; it's hard to keep up with it. And I think that that is really our challenge: is is trying to understand what the technology does offer us and how we should go about using it um, in the catechetical field. And people that you've met, uh, whether in conferences or the webinars that you do that focus around digital literacy and use of technology and catechesis. What, what are you seeing out there in terms of parishes? How are they using catechesis? Are they, are they afraid of catechesis? Do you see a welcoming of catechesis? Do you see a spectrum of, of receptivity? And then are, are there specific things that you're seeing where catechists are using or leaders are using technology in creative ways? Yeah, I mean, I think the quick answer is it's used very randomly or sporadically. Um, there is a, probably a difference between technology integration within the Catholic schools versus the parishes, uh, because this has been coming into their world over the past decade, I would say, or, or more. And so they might have a, a stronger infrastructure than parishes do today. But parishes are becoming more and more aware, especially after what we experienced during the pandemic, that technology can provide us opportunity to continue to uh, do what we do, to share the good news, to build community, to build relationships. Uh, but it's quite a mystery of how to go about doing it. So I would say that commonly uh, videos, I think people know that we can go to YouTube or other platforms online to find uh, videos that we can use, and we know that young people or adults enjoy viewing videos typically. There's a craft to you know, how long a video should be used, uh, or, you know, the duration of a video, or uh, what constitutes age appropriate, or if it's even vetted. Uh, that's very important. Mm -hmm. But video is definitely one thing. I know um, online games um, have a certain level of popularity, and there are some other apps that um, that are fairly commonly used in the catechetical world. But I think that what we're discovering is that it can be used much more systematically and intentionally. Yeah, I would agree. And, and going back to something you said about uh, the pandemic, I think for a lot of priests and deacons and bishops that have interviewed on Chanakesis, almost all of them have said, it's been a time to reset, um, a time to think differently about how uh, we evangelize as a church, about how we communicate the gospel, how we share our faith, and how we incorporate technology to do all of that. Um, it Right away, and, and to my surprise, uh, churches all over the country, all over the world, were, were uh, broadcasting mass, broadcasting or live streaming um, Eucharistic adoration, uh, switching over to uh, online sort of ministry experiences and doing it fairly quickly. Was that a surprise to you or did you say, oh yeah, no surprise at all? Oh, I guess everything is a surprise to some degree, you know, especially that the church could pivot so quickly. Um, but, you know, we have to find a way to be present to people even in spite of isolation. So it doesn't surprise me that we went to great lengths to find a way to stream those masses so that people could feel some sense of connection. Um, but yeah, I think the, the longing to share the gospel message is, is clearly what drove the church to pivot quickly and begin to live stream. I, I am interested in seeing what other 
it's funny, we're in a period now in November of 2020, or almost December of 2021, we've had a dip in COVID cases. Now in some places, they're starting to rise again. And then on the horizon is this Omicron variant. It'll be really interesting to see um, if parishes continue the good effort of trying to be creative um, in dioceses as well, but trying to be creative with technology to keep getting the gospel message out there beyond live streaming mass. Uh, what do you think? Are you pretty hopeful that uh, we'll keep pushing energies in that direction? Yeah, Deacon Matt, from uh, my conversations and, and, and reading, you know, continuing to stream masses will be something that's ongoing. I, I think in spite of what happens with the pandemic, um, the coronavirus, et cetera, um, I think what the challenge that we're facing with catechesis is that uh, there was a popular feeling that I had to use this, I did it, now I want to get back to face-to-face. -to -face. And that's fine, but I think parishes would be wise to really consider the culture that we are immersed in, that you spoke of, the, the digital culture, and and make that part of their continual efforts, that we have some way that we can continue to uh, teach, you know, evangelize and teach using technology. So I would hope that, uh, that people are thinking of using technology on an ongoing basis for their teaching efforts. You know, one of my favorite shows when I was a kid was the PBS broadcast of Reading Rainbow with LeVar Burton. And what they'd have at the end of that show is kids who read books and then are giving you a recommendation to read the same book. And they always end their recommendation with, but you don't have to take my word for it. And uh, you don't have to take Steve's word or mine about technology and continuing to cultivate it and resource and, and put energies into it. Take the church's word for it. And that's the nice segue into our next talking point, which is what is the church saying about the use of technology and catechesis today? And Steve, you kind of already alluded to that when he dropped the phrase digital culture. Um, why don't you lead us into the new directory, which came out last year? Uh, which guides catechesis in the church around the world. There's a pretty significant section in the directory on digital culture and engaging that culture with the gospel message. Why don't you lead us through that a little bit? What's the church saying uh, about that and how we should do that? Yeah, thanks, Deacon Matt. Chapter 10, and it's paragraphs 359 through 372, really do speak to the digital culture, that digital is asserting itself, if you will, as a new uh, global cu culture, and it, but it provides us an opportunity to think about how we approach uh, evangelization and catechesis to make it possible to, to offer a global response. So in a sense, we're creating a digital culture, but it gives us an avenue uh, to be able to continue to do what we've been doing over the centuries. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, one thing that I saw, at least in the directory section on digital culture, was just like any other kind of culture, any other kind of human culture, digital culture has its own sorts of um, social expectations and criteria. When it comes to digital culture, and you sort of alluded to this earlier when you talked about um, you know, uh, uh, using technology in ways that really meet people where they are. What, what are some of those expectations now from, from technology users, mainstream users of technology? If, they're, if you're going to evangelize and use social media, for example, and you want to speak to the digital culture in doing so. What sorts of expectations do you need to take into consideration? Great question, Deacon Matt. And I think we have to think of it from the perspective of the culture itself, as well as 
the culture of those who are evangelizing or catechizing. You know, the culture itself has, they're exposed to very high level technology presentation. So whatever we do online should be very high quality, as good as we can make it. Doesn't mean it, it it's inauthentic, but it does need to be high quality. Um, I think shorter in duration, as we see with YouTube Shorts, we see with uh, Facebook Reels, we see with TikToks, video consumption has gotten extremely short. And so they want us to get to the point when we are communicating with them, especially teaching, uh, nothing long and drawn out. And from our side, we want to be sure that our digital efforts, if you will, to the digital culture um, are are not for the sake of using technology. Technology is not the savior. It's just a medium. It's a it's a an avenue for us, a mode, if you will, to communicate what we have to say. And so we want to be sure to that we are um, providing authentic encounters with Jesus. That we are um, leading them from isolation isolation to community, and that we're able to take you know create an online community, but bring that into a face-to-face -face, uh, situation for various purposes, prayer, service, whatever it is, um, learning, mass. So it, it's, um, it can be very challenging to try to meet the needs, the expectations of, uh, of the culture while still embracing our mission and goal. Absolutely, and I think that balance can be described as a tension uh, between what you just said, which is technology is not the Messiah, Jesus is the Messiah, uh, but it is an important means with which to go out and share the gospel, and we should take full advantage of that. Um, how Something else that the new directory talked about was a group within this new digital culture that it describes as digital natives. Um, could you say a little bit about who digital natives are, and also, how does that group really challenge us um, to, uh, because of technology for some of these young people, it's their only way of communicating sometimes. Uh, in, in person is foreign almost to them. Uh, so who are these digital natives and how do we catechize using technology in, in order to meet them where they are? Yeah, digital natives um, are those who have grown up with technology, right? So they've grown up in a digital world, and they expect us to communicate with them in a culturally relevant way. So we need to speak their language. I often say that digital is is young people's primary language. It really doesn't matter what what language you speak with your tongue. They all understand digital. And so, uh, and I like to challenge... Um, catechists and leaders to uh, to sort of recognize that and and think about who needs to take the step. You know, young people can't understand the world that we grew up in. As a matter of fact, if you they can't even consider a world without the internet or without technology. And so I think it's our responsibility to take a step closer to them and try to use technology in a way that that where they can see the church is something relevant, not not a relic, you know, mm -hmm. and and that um, you know, saints are are here with us today to guide us, and that um, that we can communicate this good news uh, by using technology to help accomplish our own goals. So it is a challenge, but every single student that comes to us today is a digital native, 
And many uh, of us, um, possibly including yourself, grew, uh, grew up before technology. So we're referred to as digital immigrants. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a meeting that, uh, in the middle somewhere that needs to happen. And I think it's our responsibility to take the first step. Yeah, I love that. Um, take the initiative, you know, go out, as Pope Francis always says. Steve, I want to go to one last um, talking point with you. Uh, we've had some good sort of theory and some good um, social, social commentary around catechesis or technology and catechesis today. I'd like to talk a little bit about the practical. And we, we do have priests and deacons listening um, who have... Uh, some charge, or certainly the pastors are the catechists in their parish, but they have some concrete involvement uh, outside of the Sunday homily in catechesis that goes on in the parish every week. Uh, do you have any advice to them or some tips for them on technology in evangelizing and catechesis? Anything from the parish website to how the parish communicates, uh, whether we're talking emails or social media, or you were mentioning some things earlier about video creation. Anything at all that could help them um, maybe meet some of those digital cultural expectations? Well, sure. Uh, obviously, thinking about a parish um, who has many needs, uh, ministerial needs, catechetical needs, etc., um, there there can be a very broad use of technology and and you know an overall uh, technology. A plan for the parish might be something that would be very helpful. Many parishes have already undergone some of this with some infrastructure, with a um, you know a database of their parishioners, etc. Um, enhanced computer systems with email. Um, a lot of the infrastructure is there. But if we're talking about uh, catechesis, I think uh, three simple points is are good to think about you know um, one is just to start slowly if we're talking about a catechist in a classroom or maybe uh, a dre who is interested in trying to use more technology for catechesis start slowly you don't have to take this all on at one time it is a process uh, the second point would be to learn one technology at a time and make sure that you understand how to use it and when to use it um, because it can be overwhelming knowing that there's so many wonderful digital or ed educational technologies out there that, um, you know, you try to use everything or you try to be a little too ambitious. And so I've, I've learned myself and I'm still learning uh, to make sure that I understand what this tool offers before I move to the next one. And then the third point would be to really think about your learning goal first. What is it that I'm trying to get across at this point in time with this particular content and then decide what technology supports it the best. So really get your task in order. What is the goal here? And then try to figure out what technology is really going to support that. If you are familiar with or using a few different um, technologies, be it video or games or, uh, you know, showing an ebook or pages like from the ebook, um, just think about what it is that you're trying to accomplish and then what tool would do it the best. So there, you know, therein lies the art of uh, going deeper and learning more about what's available. Uh, I did want to make a mention, Deacon Matt, if it's okay. Sure. Um, you mentioned social media earlier and, and I um, didn't really have an opportunity to, to chime in on that. I know that a lot of us have turned to Facebook and, um, 
you know, maybe um, Twitter, link, you know, whatever it is, platforms to or or YouTube to try to enhance learning. But I always recommend that folks be familiar with their parish or school or certainly their diocesan guidelines and protocols for the use of technology, especially regarding social media, because it differs from diocese to diocese. So if you're at the teaching level, the catechist level, um, or even a program director, you know, make sure that you're familiar with what your diocese is, is able to support. Um, and then you'll always, you know, be safe. But uh, beyond that, I encourage you to to take a step forward and um, and look for help. You know, if there's if there's anything, there's always someone who knows more. There's someone who knows more than me. I can turn to that. I can ask questions. And oftentimes, in a classroom setting, we can turn to the young people themselves, who are more than willing to help us out. <laughs> they are. They are. My kids help me out all the time, and I still find myself saying these anachronisms like the Facebook when I talk. So, <laughs> at any rate, um, you've heard it here uh, from Steve Botsford, our own digital expert, senior director of digital catechesis. Talking about know the policies, parish and diocesan, know the content that you want to share and know the tools that you want to use to share it. We've been we've been chatting with Steve Botsford, Senior Director of Digital Catechesis, about technology and catechesis today. I think we've covered a lot of ground, Steve. What about you? I think so, Deacon Matt. It's such a good, again, an intimidating topic, uh, but it's certainly worth exploring. We have a new world out there, and we've got people in it. So that all we need is an audience and a way to communicate, and uh, and there therein lies the challenge. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I always ask uh, our guest to offer a blessing, but how about you close us out with prayer? Absolutely, um, I'd be happy to do that, Deacon Matt. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this conversation today. Thank you for Deacon Matt and uh, Chattachesis. Thank you for the opportunity to um, find creative ways to tell others about you. And we ask that you bless those who are listening and open their hearts and minds to new ways of sharing the good news of Jesus. And let technology not be a source of frustration as much as a source of inspiration. And we ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And beautiful prayer. Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, this concludes our episode of Chattachesis. Steve, thanks for chatting with us. Thank you so much, Deacon Matt. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chattachesis. Head over to sadlyreligion.com forward slash podcast to hear more. And don't forget to request your sample and trial of Christ in Us and our bilingual edition, Christo and Nosotros, at sadlyreligion.com forward slash CIU.